The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. So we're joined this week for our weekly music spot by Dave Hanratty, host of the No Encore podcast, and by Ed Smith, here of Today FM, and also host of the Recorded History podcast. And let's start by talking about Bruce Springsteen, because to my shock in the break beforehand, I discovered that neither of our uh, music experts have ever seen Bruce Springsteen live. A couple of near misses, but I've, I've missed every chance I was given. By accident How? or by circumstance, I just either booked holidays and he, you know, but it's not but for what you're not. He's been here about a hundred times. Know, yeah. You can't have been on holidays about a hundred occasions. I just haven't got it together. I, was, I could afford the tickets anyway, Matt. Just thanks for making me feel bad about it, but I haven't seen Bruce Springsteen. What's your excuse, Dave? Uh, I don't think I have one. I think this might be the the moment in my career where I have to hand in my Irish music journalist badge and gun because <laughs> I, it shouldn't be possible, should it? You know, it's we're the only two left. I think. Yeah, I mean, like solidarity, brother. But I mean, like I, I don't know. I, I just always felt that I'd. Get to the next one and then of course here we are with three sold out shows and no ticket for Dave so if you're listening uh, concert promoters I'll go <laughs> you know like you, you got my details the RDS is possibly the best location for him as well he seems to like it quite a bit it's like he? a spiritual home from there isn't it that's where he recorded the live album and uh he, I think because just to rub it in, Ed, I've seen him in the uh, RDS, I've seen him oh, in yeah. the Crow Park uh, and yeah. I've seen him in what was the Point Depot at the time right Thanks. Just so you know. Just so, so you've seen, have you seen Bruce Springsteen, Matt? Three you, times. Oh, there we go. But the RDS is definitely the best place. Yeah. I thought it was the best atmosphere, best It's fun. a great venue for a gig, I think, it's the a RDS. great venue. Great sound. It's the outdoor, uh, isn't it? Yeah. It was the first ever gig I ever went to my entire life. It was Bon Jovi. So I've seen Bon Jovi live. Which, I saw McCartney there. It's great. Which my chagrin. Yeah, I haven't I, seen Bruce Springsteen. We're restoring your credibility quickly. Oh, look, I'm trying to salvage it. <laughs> I saw Girls Aloud there in 2000. No, no. <laughs> Okay, what can people expect from Bruce this time? Three hours, I think, starting at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock, no support act. I was going to actually ask you, Matt. I mean, like, what do you put his longevity down to? Because there seems to be no signs of stopping this man. He's 73 years young. And uh, but judging by accounts of his recent shows at the Stadio the Barcelona there, gig looked insane. And like, He's an extraordinarily good physical shape. He really, really is, else. yeah. But like, he seems to still care about it as well. I mean, like, this is a man who could have retired 20 years ago if he wanted to, but he seems to still be up for it. And the earlier reviews of the shows have been some people like one US critic I think for Rolling Stone said it's the best Springsteen show I've ever seen and they've seen a bunch of Springsteen shows so uh, you're getting bang for your book and obviously we all know that when he comes here he'll push the curfew to its limits play the hits I had a look at the set list there some minor variations on each night uh, in the most recent ones. I won't spoil anything, but like you're getting the hits and you're getting about 30 odd songs. 29, 30, yeah, it was 29 songs the other night. Yeah. A full band. I mean, like it's just kind of, it's such a staple at this point that I think, you know, you might be like, oh, Springsteen's back, but those shows sell out straight away. People are still going in their droves and he seems to still actually care about what he's doing. So fair play. Yeah, friends of mine were lucky enough to see him play Madison Square Gardens a few weeks ago and said he was playing a lot of the, you know, the covers album that he's done yep. recently, other people, but said that he just brought this brilliant energy and approach to covering songs as well. But his, his voice sounds as good as ever. And I think, you know, with so many of these performers that are not just experienced but have such a back catalogue, his voice, like I think Bono's voice sounds as good as it did uh, many years ago. And I think it's this almost spiritual connection that he has with his fans and with a live audience. He knows how to do it. And he builds up such a kind of head of steam in the punters even before they get there. They are ready to rock as soon as they get in. And I think it is that connection. I've never, I've, I was watching some of the footage from the Barcelona gig. Palomine has seen him, I think, 15, 20 times at the stage. Sorry, Matt, to put you in the haveny <laughs> place there. But um, he said it's the best he's ever seen. And he's been watching him live for over 20, 30 years. And it's the best he's ever seen him at 73. 
the listener here is really rubbing it in for you because he's going to see him on Friday and on Tuesday. Oh, check it out. You can imagine going twice as well, uh, saying Springsteen Live is life-affirming, almost a religious experience, a rock and roll church, if you will. I believe, though, there are a few tickets there are, left well, it's, to be it's, won. It's entirely sold out, but news just in. Today FM is the place to be over the next couple of days. We are giving away tickets to see Bruce Springsteen this Tuesday. So for the Tuesday gig over the next couple of days on Today FM, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Sunday, do listen out for a song from the boss man himself. Get the words boss into 0874-100-102. Full details and you're in for a chance to see the man. Okay, I suppose that's, we better play a little bit of his Which music well, live, yeah. a bit of Born to Run. You should have made yourself that's clearer. Help, that's not helping my phone. Oh, yes. Because we're not giving away tickets no, here on the last word. Tomorrow. It's from tomorrow. It's from tomorrow today, easy, fame. folks. And there are now hundreds of text messages <laughs> flooding in. Is I'm sorry, listeners, if Ed misled you. No, over the next couple of days from tomorrow onwards, if you hear a full Bruce Springsteen song on Today FM, you've got to stay tuned all day. And if you do hear a Bruce Springsteen song, get the word boss into 0874-100-102 for tickets to see him on Tuesday. Dave, I saw the Business Post at the weekend estimating that the U2 residency could be worth $100 million to the band Yeah, for not about five weeks' work. <laughs> not a bad payday. We've talked about this upcoming Las Vegas residency, which of course sees a new Sticksman step in for Larry Mullen Jr. That'll be Bram Vandenberg. I want to know what kind of contract this man negotiated because it seems like the band are in for a savage payday here. Uh, all 297 uh, 500,000 tickets for the series have sold out last week in the pre-sale. So no general sale. There you go. Pre-sale. Done. That's it. If you weren't on this mailing list to, to get to the UV Octung Baby performances, which have taken place across 17 dates at this brand new 17,500 capacity MSG Sphere in Las Vegas. If you weren't uh, there for that straight away, much like the fanatics who've seen Bruce Springsteen 15 to 20 times, then you're not going. Um, an awful lot has been talked about this. I mean, they're promising like the most incredible audiovisual spectacular that you've ever seen. Uh, they're saying that they're fighting fit. All eyes are going to be on that new drummer as well. And as Ed just said there, Bono's voice is holding up quite strong. They still have a lot to offer. And yeah, in terms of the money, it's a lot of money, isn't it? I mean, like, there's no way to slice this. I mean, tickets for the, for the gig started at around 140 US dollars. So the, they estimate you 2 will earn 2 million euro a night at the minimum, assuming that the standard fee of 90% is face value of tickets, because that's kind of the Las Vegas deal that's baked in there. So like I said, a pretty good payday for Bono and the boys. It's going to be spectacular. I absolutely have no doubt about it. I first saw you 2 back in 1993, the Zoo Thankfully you saw I, I, I went <laughs> so to a gig. I haven't been to a gig since uh, in the 30 years since 1993. Parky Cueve, I will never forget it. For the zoo. It actually changed the game, that tour. 
for the uh, after the release of Octone Baby and every time they've just tried to push the envelope that bit more with the massive lemon for the Pop Mart tour then you've got the massive claw for the 360 tour and for this you know it's cookie cut for a band like you two who are there to kind of really how will I say see how far you can push a concert because most of these venues I suppose we have to realise like Croke Park RDS you know these are sporting venues the sound it, they're not built for rock concerts or for the acoustics this is custom built for a band of their size and their catalogue I would say and I'm absolutely certain the visuals alone are going to be absolutely mind blowing so if I get a ticket hint hint I will definitely go to Las Vegas <laughs> Let's talk about another great Irish band Horse Lips because I think the members of the band and the many fans were shocked by the death at the age of just 71 of guitarist Johnny Fien Johnny Fien the man behind the most iconic and beloved guitar riff in Irish music history, of course, that of Derek Doom, and then, of course, used uh, to great effect in our greatest ever uh, football song. To this day, if I hear even four seconds of it, it gives me goosebumps atop of goosebumps. Uh, Horselips were another one of those bands that kind of changed the game. They melded two very distinctly Irish uh, cultural, uh, I suppose, phenomena, the Celtic and the rock. And, you know, it's supposed for some people... They were one of the most influential and beloved bands of their day. Eight albums to their name. They toured extensively. They reformed once or twice since, by all accounts, by all members of the band, and anyone who knew or met him or played with him, a genius of a guitar player and an absolute gentleman. Just the outpouring of grief and uh, condolences you've seen for this. It's, it's really a testament to the man himself. Let's hear a little bit of Derek Doom. <laughs> Track. Unbelievable. Yes. And, tr- and Trouble with a capital T as well. Some great, great songs from one of the greatest Irish bands of all time. Yeah, genuinely iconic. I mean, it's one of those things, look at the statement even from the band, they're saying he devoted his life to music and we'll be forever thankful that he did. And that's kind of, in these situations, I mean, you try and stay away from just basic platitudes, but thinking about this passing and the recent passing of the scripts, Mark Sheehan, very, very different circumstances, of course. These are tragic, tragic things, but it does give you the opportunity as a fan and even as an Irish person to kind of celebrate the legacy of what they've done. And in the case of Horse Lips, I mean, like they're in the conversation amongst the best Irish bands ever. That will always be the case. As long as there's music, there'll be horse lips out there somewhere and people are obviously, you know, devastated right now, but it is a chance to kind of give the man his flowers and celebrate the legacy that he leaves behind. Okay. What about Noel Gallagher and his uh, belief that declining music sales are down to the sitcom Friends and coffee culture, Dave. Yeah, there's uh, two schools of thought here. One is the man has lost his mind, or two is he's got a new album to promote. So which is <laughs> both? Yeah, it could actually be both. In fairness, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's 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 bringing up Friends, the sitcom Friends, which ended. That's in t- a bit dated. That reference isn't it? it? Last episode aired in 2004, <laughs> and he's saying that because <laughs> Friends apparently led to a boom in the coffee shop trade, and as a result. 
has killed culture and people don't talk. Sitting around in sweaters, drinking overpriced coffee and talking about nonsense. $20 for two coffees. <laughs> I haven't got the brain capacity to process yeah, this, he's like, says no. They'll, they'll pay more for a coffee than they would for music, thus devaluing the ability or the willingness for people to pay for music. They'd rather pay. I, I honestly have no idea what he's waffling on about. In this, of course, he's got the album coming out June second. Council Skies, a couple of good songs off it, particularly Easy Now, which I really, really liked. But this is again him just on the old hamster mill, uh, trying to get a bit of headline news. Yeah, he's long been a rent a quote, and he's good at doing it. Here we yeah. are talking about it, but I mean, like, I have to imagine that he's just completely trolling with this one because, yeah, that false equivalency thing of like, oh well, look, you, you only bought that today. Why couldn't you bought vinyl? It's not really how it works. I mean, sure, if you want to sit down with the calculator and budget it all out, but that's not very rock and roll, is it now, Noel? Uh, give us your pick of the week, please, Dave. Uh, rock of a different uh, spirit, I suppose. It's The National, um, a band that basically should be given honor, honorary Irish citizenship at this point because they played here approximately 37 times, if I have that correctly. They dropped <laughs> I've, their, only, I've, I've only seen, seen them once. I've seen them five times. Thank <laughs> you, five, five times as well. I'm still hurting. Yeah, sorry. Um, they dropped their most recent album, their brand new album, uh, First Two Pages of Frankenstein there on Friday. What do you make of it? I've listened to it two or three times and it's a slow burn, I think. It is a slow burn. I saw a review last night that said they've become a parody of themselves, which I wouldn't necessarily agree with, but I do think that they're guilty of maybe churning out the same album for the last 10 years. I used to be obsessed yeah. with this band. I saw them about five times back kind of 08 into 2010 or so. And it's always nice to get a new national album. It's nice to hear from them again. They brought the guests this time. They got Sufjan Stevens. You got Taylor Swift, of course. Which, let's hear a bit of it because I think this actually may be the best track on the album. I sit there silently waiting for you to look up lovely song and it'd be strange if that link didn't work because obviously Aaron Dessner of The National has been working as a producer and a songwriter with Taylor Swift on her recent record so she's kind of returned the favour here they complement each other well I actually prefer this one than the two Phoebe Bridges features we have on this album which for me is one Phoebe Bridges feature too many (laughs) the album's fine it's a national album it's grand it's not great though it's fine good to have them back I'm going to keep (laughs) listening to it but it doesn't grab in the way that some of the Earlier stuff. If you were to buy a nice woolly jumper and buy a coffee in Starbucks, <laughs> no Gallagher would not be happy with that whatsoever. What's your pick of the weekend, please? Yes, uh, one of my favourite duos. They're from Belfast. They're called Dark Tropics. Fell in love with these guys about two years ago t- uh, when they released an absolutely gorgeous album called Ink. 
Um, they've been touring extensively since and re- releasing singles kind of sporadically, but they have a brand new one. It is called I Bet You Can. And if anyone is heading along to see Bell and Sebastian, they're coming to play this land July 2nd on th- in the Three Olympia. Then they're up to Belfast to play the Limelight on the 3rd of July. Go early because Dark Tropics are supporting. You should always go early anyway if you can. Um, apart from Bruce Springsteen, there's no support, but do do what you can to support the support. And they are going to be in supporting the Bell and Sebastian brand new single from Brilliant Dark Tropics. I bet you can. That's a good finish for music. That's good. Dark Tropics, excellent. Dark Tropics. It's with Dave Hanratty. Thank you. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and